We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, all you dirty little Renegade Nation listeners out there. Welcome to Renegade Talk Radio in Boston. In case you forgot, I'm the Boston single girl, Kenzie Vixen, and this is Vixen's View, where I get to share all of the filthy thoughts in my head about dating, sex, and love with all of Renegade Nation. And today, in the spirit of the holidays, I wanted to share a video, well, it's actually a song, not a video, um, of that I found on Facebook. And the person who put this together is a vlogger on YouTube named Lara Cleary, C-L-E-R-Y. And I thought this was fucking hilarious, so I wanted to share it with you guys. Um about being a holiday whore. (laughs) What do you say we make this a not-so-silent night? I don't want a lot for Christmas. I just want your shaft in me. You could actually download that as a ringtone, it turns out, on iTunes. Um, and the, this this bitch is hilarious. So she's got all these videos um, that are just fucking hilarious. It's her. This one's titled, Me Trying to Flirt During the Holidays. And it is on YouTube. And her name is Laura Cleary. So you guys should definitely check that out, the whole thing. And speaking of the holidays... It's that time of year. I wanted to throw a little truth out there to you guys. Just a little rant before um, I get into talking about sex and relationships. I hate the fucking holidays. Okay, there, I said it. It's the truth. I hate the fucking holidays. It's the season of joy, of family, of giving, peace on earth. It's also the season of materialism and fake seasons greetings and annoying family members. It's the time of year when, if you're single, you're reminded by all of those people that supposedly love you that you're a loser and you're destined to be alone forever. Can you tell I hate the fucking holidays? Maybe it's because I don't really have one happy memory of this season or because I generally just can't stand humanity as a whole at this time of year. People fucking suck. But I've always been annoyed with the holidays. Unfortunately, every single fucking year, I'm attacked by this bullshit holiday cheer everywhere I turn. And it happens earlier and earlier every year. I mean, seriously, Do we really need Christmas songs and decorations in the stores in fucking August? The holidays are so cliche. I think that's why I I hate them the most. They're just, everybody spends money that they really can't afford to spend buying gifts for people that they typically don't like and probably don't talk to for the rest of the calendar year. 
they gorge themselves on food because it's the holidays and then they vow to lose all that holiday weight in the new year. Don't even get me started on New Year's resolutions. People stress out about buying the perfect gift when really people should be happy to get anything at all. You greedy fuckers. So here's my bitch fest on why I hate the holidays as if the reasons I just gave you weren't enough. Number one. Holiday music sucks, okay? Aside from John Lennon's So This Is Christmas, which really isn't about Christmas, it's about Christmas during war, or a spoof song that I heard on a local radio station one year, um, a couple years back, about the elves telling Santa to take the North Pole and shove it. Aside from those two songs, Christmas music is horrid. And you can't escape it. It's everywhere you fucking go. Every radio station, every TV channel, every store, it's fucking everywhere. It's always about snow, or missing someone, or fake feelings of cheer, or kids picking on each other, or materialism. Um, Whoever gave their true love 12 days of gifts better have gotten some really good fucking sex at the end of that. I'm just saying. Number two, ugly holiday sweaters. Enough said. Number three, everyone complains about the weather, no matter what it is, especially here in New England. Now, trust me, I'm a Boston girl, born and bred. And New England weather changes like most people change their fucking underwear, or at least I hope. For instance, today is about, let's see, it's raining, and it's uh, 47 degrees here in Boston. Oh, nope, sorry, it just refreshed 54 degrees here in Boston today. Yesterday, it was fucking 33 degrees and snowing, and I couldn't get a goddamn thing done. Day before that, you would have thought you were a fucking penguin here in Boston because it was Arctic. With the wind chill, it was minus 12 degrees. So, just to recap. Two days ago, minus 12. Today, 54. Okay? So, we get the whole range here in Boston, even in the winter. With that said, everyone around this time of year complains about the weather, no matter what it is. If it's snowing, then they complain because they have to go out and they can't shop because it's snowing. You can't visit. You can't get drunk. All of that. If it doesn't snow, then the complaints change to, it's just not Christmas without snow. Personally, I fucking hate the snow and I always have. Odd, I know, for someone who's born and raised in the Northeast, but it's true. I'd much rather what it is today. Actually, I'd like the sun to come out because it's kind of gloomy. But point is, everybody complains. Nobody's ever fucking happy. Number four, jewelry commercials and jewelry stores with their pushy-ass ads to get engaged, buy diamonds, get her the perfect gift for Christmas. Ugh. Um, hello? Calling all the jewelers. But if an engagement ring is presented as a gift and the couple don't end up tying the knot, She gets to keep the ring. Just word of caution for all you men out there considering proposing to your woman or your man. 
this Christmas. If you guys don't follow through with that fucking wedding plans, then she gets to keep the ring because it's a gift. Propose on a random fucking Tuesday. Because at the end, if that doesn't work out, you get your ring back. You can go spend it on strippers instead. She can take that ring that you spent thousands of dollars on and gave her in front of the families at Christmas. No pressure there, by the way. And she can pawn it to pay for a beach vacation to help her get over you. Okay, so just think about that. Your woman lying on a beach on your dime before you feed into any of those holiday jewelry ads urging you to go buy her a rock for Christmas. Don't do it on Christmas. Don't do it on Valentine's Day. Don't do it on her birthday. Don't do it on any fucking holiday. Not even Martin Luther King Day, okay? Keep the holidays away from engagements. Number five, decorating. I don't mind looking at pretty lights. And I've been known to pin a picture or two on uh, on Pinterest of a decorated mantle or a house. I just hate being the one to do the decorating. (laughs) Call me lazy or maybe practical. I just don't see a point in spending so much time, effort, and money into decorating for a few short weeks. Don't get me wrong. I put up a tree. I throw up some lights on my mantle. And, you know, I do basic decorating. But that's it. When I drive by houses that have millions of lights and moving reindeer and characters and fucking blow up Santa figures and displays that literally stop traffic, I'm not shitting you. Like there's houses here that stop traffic. It's just it's too fucking much. Who has time for that? Who has the fucking money for that electric bill? Seriously, people, get a life. And reason number 6. I absolutely hate having to leave my fucking house during the holiday season. From the week of Thanksgiving until probably about the second week in January, the traffic getting to and from anywhere is insane, even by Boston standards. It's impossible to park. It's impossible to shop. It's impossible to fucking get anywhere. A simple grocery shopping trip, like my my normal weekly or, you know, bi-weekly, whatever, whenever I have to fucking get food and feed myself, that would normally take me under an hour, including commute time, takes me easy. Two to three fucking hours during the holiday season. Two to three hours. I just want to get some milk, some fucking cereal, some Lucky Charms, and... Maybe a bottle of wine? (laughs) Like, seriously, that should not take two to three hours. And don't even get me started on people's attitudes. You know, the traffic is one thing, but then everybody thinks they're the only person on the road. Nobody else exists. They're rude. They're fucking, they're just assholes. They're they're just, seriously, people turn into the scum of the earth at this time of the year. Now, You can call me a Grinch or a Scrooge if you want, but I absolutely hate the fucking holidays. It's supposed to be a time of peace on earth and goodwill towards men. Isn't that what Charlie Brown taught us? I think I remember that. Instead, we're a society that uses this season as an excuse to be gluttonous, greedy, self-absorbed, selfish, 
self-deprecating martyrs. Get over your fucking self, okay? And in the words of Scrooge, bah humbug. I'll be back in a few minutes to talk to you about assholes and alphas. Folks, let your bow champ here for the Pussy Warehouse. The Pussy Warehouse. Whatever you need for your cat, it's right here at the Pussy Warehouse. The Pussy Warehouse. Pussy cleaning supplies, pussy food, pussy blankets. We get new pussy every day. And say, does that box stink? you. The Pussy Warehouse has everything you need to make sure your pussy smells fresh. The Pussy Warehouse. When you're looking for pussy. Yes, that's right. When you're looking for pussy, look to the Pussy Warehouse and tell them Lester Borsamp sent you. Who? who? Borsamp. Lester. Lester Borsamp. Who? Lester Borsamp. Huh? I said Borsamp, you stupid fucker. Pussy Warehouse. Shock. Shock. And more fucking shock. And no FCC. Renegade. 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 Welcome back to Vixen's View on Renegade Talk Radio, Boston. And since the only reason you listen to me is because you're just as kinky as I am, I thought I would talk about, excuse me, are you an asshole or an alpha? Are you dominant or are you just a douchebag? So... I mean, this this works into kink because I've talked a lot about being dominant in the bedroom and sexually dominant and all of that. But I want to talk about the difference, male and female, about whether you're dominant or you're just a douchebag. So maybe you'll find some of these traits in yourself or in the person that you are dating. So for women, successful, self-confident. Independent. These are just some of the words that are used to describe dominant women. She doesn't tolerate bullshit or game playing. She has no time for it. She's assertive and isn't afraid to ask for what she needs or wants. She takes responsibility for her own life and believes that everyone should do the same thing. She may be uninhibited, wildly sexy, and feminine. But she refuses to believe that a woman can't be beautiful and feminine, as well as sexy and liberated. She has no tolerance for complaining and whining and will likely tell you to put your fucking big girl panties on and shut the fuck up if you dare to behave that way in her presence. Dominant women are all of those things and then some. They're a force to fucking be reckoned with. Dominant women know what they want and know how to get it. That's true of every aspect of their lives, professional as well as personal. We work harder, play harder, and know ourselves. We know what we want, and we don't take shit from anyone. We say what we mean, and we mean what we say. And if you don't like it, 
fuck off because we don't care. As an alpha female, I tend to chew men up and spit them out. I find it difficult to keep a man who, or to find a man who can keep up with my constant energy and stimulate me intellectually as well as sexually. It's rare for me to find a man who not only suits my needs, but can hold my attention. But also who isn't afraid of a dominant alpha female and doesn't view her as a bitch. All in all, a dominant woman is a fearsome thing to behold. She is no-nonsense, supremely confident, and a self-assured woman who knows how to get the job done. She knows what she wants, she goes after it, and more often than not, she gets it. She takes charge, and she doesn't make excuses for her failures or misfortunes that come her way. Instead, she owns up to it, faces the problem head-on, like a big girl. The main problem for alpha women is usually seen and labeled as a bitch. And there's a fine line between having a dominant personality and just being a plain old douchebag. Alpha women, as opposed to alpha men, don't get the credit they deserve. We're usually just labeled bossy, overbearing bitches who are trying to control everyone, including the men in our lives. And while this might be true for some women, a true dominant or alpha female is not the douchebag that I just described. So, as a woman, how do you know if you're dominant or if you are really just a douchebag? Guys, life with a dominant woman isn't easy. Trust me, I know. I'm a very type A alpha female. I am fiercely independent. I am self-employed. I am self-motivated and I am extremely driven. I also have a very, very low tolerance for people with no ambition or drive. I am extremely sexual. I have a ridiculous sex drive. And given all of this, it's not easy to date, let alone maintain a relationship. But there is a plus side to dating a dominant woman. For starters, we rarely invite or create drama because there's just no room for it in our lives. We're not needy. We don't need someone to constantly be around or entertain us. We have our own hobbies, our own interests, our own friends. If you're in our life, it's not because we need you, it's because we want you. Now, if you're a controlling, egotistical, mind game playing diva, masquerading yourself as a self-labeled alpha female, you are sadly mistaken, babe. If criticizing everyone about every aspect of their fucking lives makes you feel like a more powerful woman and in charge of your own life, then I hate to break it to you, sweetie. You're just a douchebag and your friends don't have the balls to call you out on your bullshit. Being rude and obnoxious doesn't make you dominant. It makes you a cunt. Plain and simple. No wonder the man in your life never wants to be seen with you in public. You throw a temper tantrum befitting a two-year-old, all hyped up on the lattes you re- that you receive less than superb service when you're dining out. You're never wrong, and you complain about everything. Newsflash, sister, you're not dominant. You're a douchebag. 
The next time you meet someone with a strong personality, don't be quick to judge. Consider, this is for you guys, consider whether or not this person has a dominant personality or if they really are just a cunt before you dismiss them. True alphas are loyal to a fault and would do anything for the people that are closest to them. So take some time to get to know that person before you pass judgment, especially now that you're armed with all the telltale red flags. So what does that mean for the male dominant? And I don't mean this in a sexual way. I'm not talking like dom-sub relationships. I'm just talking about personalities in general. Assholes. <laughs> really, that's what I'm talking about. Whether knowingly or not, we've all dated them from time to time. Some of us ladies know that he's a bad boy, but we like dating the bad boy. The guy who's no good for us because some stupid female chromosome inside us tells us that we can change him into what we want, into the man we want him to be. Ladies, that's the dumbest fucking crock of bullshit I've ever heard, and I request that you stop that nonsense immediately. You don't want some guy trying to change you, right? So let's face it, ladies. Most of us are manipulative bitches. So lay off and stop trying to change a man into something he's not. If he's truly an asshole, he's always going to be an asshole. Period. Nothing you do or say will change him. So either accept him as he is or move on. But what if the guy you're dating is loud, obnoxious, a little bit arrogant, and maybe even chauvinistic on the crust? But he's soft, caring, warm, kind, compassionate, giving, loving, and all that other mushy stuff on the inside. Then what? Well, then you have to figure out if he's really an asshole or if he's just an alpha male. This cowboy personality isn't every woman's cup of tea. It takes a strong woman, a confident woman, a woman who can take it and dish it out, a woman secure in who she is and what she wants in order to handle a man who is so hot and cold that he leaves you breathless one minute and wanting to wring his fucking neck the next. Dominant men are fearless, confident without being cocky, quick-witted, and there's no bullshit. They may have a sweet, squishy side on occasion, but they are rough and tough to the core. They're typically high-powered, driven types who come off as arrogant assholes when you first meet them. And my guy is a alpha male. He's the most dominant guy I've ever come across, and it's fucking sexy as hell. <laughs> so how do you know which man you're dealing with? Well, chances are, either way you slice it, your friends don't like him. Like I said, this type of man doesn't blow every woman's skirt up. Sherry's macho attitude, you know, may make them weak in the knees or wet where it counts, but they'll never admit it. He's such an asshole, they'll say. Or, how do you put up with that? I've dated my share of assholes. <laughs> Fuck, I was married to one. But... I've also dated the sensitive guys, Ugh. the agreeable guys, the corporate ladder guys, the rugged, sporty guys, and the alpha guys. All of this equal opportunity dating, 
that began in middle school has taught me a lot. And here's a few telltale signs that I've picked up on. So you're dating an asshole if he only thinks about himself, your needs, thoughts, feelings, etc., etc., never, ever cross his mind, nor does he care to listen to you talk about any of it. If you attempt to, he'll cut you off and talk about himself. He lies and cheats. Any guy who does this is an asshole. Period. He abuses you in any way. Any guy that has to try and make you feel bad about yourself in order to feel better about himself is just a pure, utter asshole. Do not stay with a guy who belittles you, ridicules you, talks down to you, or is verbally abusive, and especially if he's physically abusive. And if you are this guy... Go get yourself some fucking help because you're a fucking asshole and your mother failed you. There are other signs, but really, if it goes beyond any of these, what do you need? A fucking person with a blowhorn telling you, get the fuck out. Seriously, you're just a fucking moron if you if you see all those things and you don't you don't leave. Now, how do you know if the person that you're dating is really an alpha. Well, fear is not a factor. The alpha male sees what he wants, wants, knows what he wants, and goes after it. If you're dating the alpha male, he will pursue you to no end if you are what he wants. He's generous. He makes sure that everyone is taken care of because an alpha male feels an innate need to care for those who are, you know, so-called weaker than he is. And don't get hung up on the word weaker, ladies. The male species is stronger than we are. Just fucking deal with it. He looks masculine. An alpha man looks like a man. He's rough and rugged. rugged. He's not primped and pretty. He probably works out, maybe a lot, but he's not a juice head. So he's not going to be the guy who's going off and getting manicures and facials worrying about waxing his eyebrows and, you know, being taking two hours in the bathroom to get ready. He's going to look like a man. That's probably more to the alpha man that meets the eye. Deep down, this rough and tumble man is all fucking man. Sure, he may be a bit too chauvinistic for your feminist taste, but the beauty of dating is that If you don't like it, you can move on to someone else and try them out for a while. At the end of the day, whether he's an alpha or an asshole, the only opinion that matters is yours. So fuck what everybody in your life is saying to you. If this man is good to you, makes you feel good, and you're having fun, then so be it. So, how does all of this alpha, asshole, dominant, douchebag shit work in real life? What happens when two alphas are together? Well, my current guy comes off as an asshole, and I come off as a bitch. Sounds like a match made in heaven, doesn't it? But under our dominant outsides, way, way, way down, we're both actually very sweet and caring people who would give anything and everything for the people in our lives. We're constantly going above and beyond to help friends and coworkers and family. It's a personality trait that he and I share, and I don't view it as a weakness at all, most of the time. 
sexually, I have to admit that our sex life is pretty fucking hilarious at moments. We're both so dominant that we have power struggles in the middle of sex. I'm on top. No, I'm on top. Get on your knees. No, you get on my fucking knees and kiss my heels. I haven't laughed so hard (laughs) during hot kinky sex in my life. And let me tell you, this is the hottest, hottest, kinkiest sex I've probably ever had. And there's been a lot. One time we were, I have, I've said to you guys before, I've had, I have a uniform fetish and because he's in the military, he was running to throw on his camis and at the same time, because I know he he likes feet, heels and stockings, I was running to throw on my fishnet thigh highs and my five inch slutty stilettos and so we're both rushing to, to put on our, you know, our sex clothes. <laughs> and he got into his camis first, and I had my stockings on, and he took my shoes and he threw them down the stairs. <laughs> and then proceeded to throw me on the bed and fuck the shit out of me. So it, it can be interesting sexually when you have two alphas. So how do you know if someone's an alpha or an asshole? Simple. A true asshole, male or female, is cold-hearted, self-centered, and doesn't give a shit about anyone's happiness but their own. An asshole is obnoxious, rude, and just fucking downright mean. But a person who's an alpha will often come off to to weaker people as an asshole or a bitch. But that's because these people with beta personalities are intimidated by an alpha person's dominance and strength. But that's exactly what makes those people betas and not alphas. So the next time you meet someone with a strong personality, don't automatically assume that he's an asshole or she's a bitch. Not everyone is going to pussyfoot around the truth, stroke your ego, and tell you what you want to hear. Most of us have a backbone. So either grow a set and deal with it like a fucking grown-up, or decide that you are too much of a beta to have anyone with a strong personality in your life. Your loss. And I hope that you've found this to be educational and satisfying. Life's too short not to be happy. So whether you're a dominant person or you're an asshole, just try to make nice, especially with your no-no places. And now it's time for Mistress to put away the whips and the handcuffs, clean the wet spots off the seats, and strut away in my stilettos, leaving you thirsty and aching for more. And I love hearing from my dirty listeners, so if you ever want to reach out and touch me with your words, you can head over to my website, bostonsinglegirl.com, Or you can follow me and my kinky adventures on Twitter at Boston, B-O-S-T-N, single girl. And, of course, if you found this episode to be pleasurable, be sure to come again and again right here on Renegade Talk Radio. Until then, my dirty little listeners, XOXO.